It's the big DJ with the big sound. We're talking DJ Me, stamped in the street. Ladies and gentlemen, we're live right now. DJ Me Podcast on SNDS Radio. Shout out Media Bay. Hey, Bay, Media Bay in the building. Y'all know what it is. What's good? Come on, let's go. You had to drop that Spanish. I did. They like it. They love it. They go crazy time. But I'm excited. I'm excited. Why are you so excited? Because. You know, for a moment, I'm not going to mind my business because I want to get in her business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We're in her business right now. All right, we got the beautiful QC's uncle. Lakia, let everybody know, yes, baby. Yes, it's Lakia, yeah. QC's very own princess, the female goat. I'm here. Female goat. Yeah. I'm going to use you that record, too. You remember that one? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was, it was fucking the streets up. <laughs> That's where I got my right. um Miami fan base from. Yeah. Oh, that that record was big. It was, it was crazy, like. Oh, that's how I really discovered you. Tapped yeah. in with you. I'm like, that was it. You like yeah. that song? Yeah. He's spitting. She was spitting, yeah. Yeah. You, you really stuck on it like, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking this. I'm a female goat. Like, for real. Yeah. That's what I got from it. When I say it, I mean it, you know? Yeah, that's real. Yeah. Right. It's been a ride. It really has. It has been in 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 a short time. Yes. It feels so like, it feels like stuff be going so fast for me. Like, like I you've did. lived a lot. Yes. But you look at it timeline-wise, you're and like... It's, it's just happening, you know? Like, 2019, I got signed, and it's 2022. Yeah. I done did XXL. I done did the BT Cypher. Mind your business doing so good. I got I got collabs with so many great people. Yes, you do. From Gucci to City Girls to Young Blue, just... And now Lotto, like, it's just crazy. It's crazy. Yes. Do you, do you pause sometimes and go... Oh, my gosh. It was just, oh, my gosh, when I was just on the Ciroc stage at Rolling Loud. Because it's like, bro, I remember, like, when I was doing, yeah, I was doing parties. Like, parties in my hometown and nobody, you know, really used to come out. And now I'm on the Ciroc stage of Rolling Loud, getting filmed, just gaining new fans. It's always, I w- I've never been nervous to perform, but I was so nervous to go on that stage. So, that's a, that's a huge stage, it's a huge bro. stage and a very, very tough crowd. Like, they like, girl, we here for Kendrick Lamar. So, right. it's <laughs> <of us." laughs> like, so, but guess what? Y'all gonna hear me today. Yeah. So, are you originally from, uh, uh, from Atlanta or where are you from? No, I'm originally from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I'm Milwaukee, a Midwest girl. Mm-hmm. Midwest? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm Midwest. 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 Nah. <laughs> I ain't even gonna, no, not gonna fake it. I'm no. glad to be a first though, and I can show y'all what it's about. You know? <laughs> you know, so let me go back a little bit. So, because you said something that, and I like to kind of go back to certain things that I know a lot of artists can relate to, but not many push through. You know, you were saying you do shows in your own hometown. Yeah. And people, that quote is big, you know, in your own city, it'd be hard. It'd be really very, very hard. hard. Very hard. You know, so what was it for you that, what did you do that kind of really pushed you further or like motivated you to keep going? Honestly, um, I definitely got support. I'm not going to lie. I've gotten support from my city, Mm -hmm. you know, but I just didn't have like this huge fan base where I was from. I always had a fan base outside, like my followers and everything. My subscribers was everywhere Everywhere else. else. (laughs) I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I had Keisha Cole commenting on my stuff. I used to do like remixes to everybody's songs. So I was like, well, I want to be a global artist. I don't want to be local. And I feel like where I'm from, it's like a peak you can get to. Yeah. Like a ceiling. You hit a yeah. ceiling and then you're like, now what? That's it, you know? And that's why I had to get up out of there and I had to go to the Black Mecca. I had to move to Atlanta. I had to get closer to QC. 
your, that was your plan from, from the jump. From the jump. I, 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 man, when Lil Baby came out, I remember he came to our city, mm-hmm. came to Milwaukee, and this was when he was like standing in the middle of the stage. This was before my dog even popped off, you know. It was like, oh, you see, they got some yeah, heavy hitters, you know? Yeah. yeah, so I really wanted to be signed. Then I went to Atlanta in 2018 for my 18th birthday. And I went to the Trap Museum. I seen a little wall. I still got the picture. I was like, I'm going to be signed to them in 2020. Manifest it. Manifest that. That's mm-hmm. crazy. But that's, hey, that's what you do when you manifest. You mm-hmm. really, you really have power of the tongue for sure. It's very powerful. Yeah, but you also have to put the work in because you can't just be like, oh, I'm going to be the biggest rapper. If you don't go out there and go get it, though, it's not going to come to you for sure. So did you have like... Any family, anything before you moved to Atlanta? You just moved there by yourself? I moved there with my partner, but okay. I left, like, all of my family and stuff. It was a huge, huge transition for me. Yeah. Wow. Atlanta is different from where I'm from. I, like, <laughs> the <laughs> South <laughs> the South is different. It's the big bugs for me. The big bugs, the heat, the food, different. It's a lot. But I love it, though. They take people down here. They take people in, you know? Yeah. And if you got a hustle, they support it. Definitely, I definitely mm-hmm. see that in Atlanta. Yes, I love that. I always recommend people to move there. Like, that's a place. So, I want to tap into your headspace when the QC signing looked like it was becoming more and more of a reality. Like, what was in your headspace like? So, P had DM me in January of 2020, I'm going to say. Yeah, he DM me in January, y'all. He like, you sign? I'm like, no. I text back fast. I don't text <laughs> nobody back that fast. I text back so fast. And he left me on, like, unseen nothing. Like, he left me there. For, now you just think For months, y'all. Okay? I'm like, damn, why you just play? Like, now, I'm watching everybody interviews from Layton. I just remember him signing, like, artists. Because y'all know, like, he give people chances, you know? So, he just doing all his interviews with his new artists. And I'm just tapped in. Because I was really tapped in at QC. I'm like, I don't want to see no more shit about this. If it is for me. And, yeah. But I decided I'm going to keep going. Like, I dropped my um, first mixtape by myself on all DSPs and stuff. And I finally had did. I remember JT at first got out. I did that challenge. And then I did We, we Pay. Like, y'all know, baby, I took over the summer. Yeah, so... Um, baby had co-signed it on Twitter and he was like, um, I don't know who the hell she is, but she cold. And like two weeks later I was signed. Dang. Yeah. I know you was, you I know, was, one thing oh. I know y'all artists, y'all, y'all overthink too. So yes. I know you was just like, I thought it was a corner. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was playing me. That like, I promise in a pandemic, y'all know, like, that was, yeah, it was January 20th. I'm like, yeah. pandemic yeah. activated like March of 2020. Yeah. Right after my, um, what was that, 19th birthday? Yeah, I was, like, in a pandemic the whole time. So, like... What were you doing, like... In a pandemic? Yeah. I was selling anything. I was selling you everything. Was I was making some money, though, in a pandemic. <laughs> like, I don't know. But, you know, yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. making some money. Like, I remember it was a moment where the girls wanted to, like... Everybody wanted to be thick. They was in the house. The pill. The pill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the one game. I'm selling a weight gain. I ran up a bag off that shit. I ran up a bag. I was selling bundles, clothes, like everything but me. You know, I'm just shutting that motherfucker. And, you know, I was making some money. And then when I dropped my first mixtape by myself during the pandemic, I had made a lot, a lot of money because I didn't know I had that many supporters. Like, I made a lot of money, y'all. Like, close. Well, if I go look at it now, like, close to six figures. Wow. Off dropping it by myself independently. Wow. 
I had offers on the table, but I wanted to be signed to QC. You your, your goal, your yeah. vision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it happened. Oh, my God. So, yeah. you get signed. Mm-hmm. You going through the, oh, my gosh, I did it. I did it. And Not then, a real artwork then, kicked in. I'm glad you just said that. Because it's like, shit, you know, I got the, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you guys, me out. I get my money. You know what I'm saying? You get to be around all this, like, surreal stuff, these celebrities. And then the work becomes times a thousand. Because you, like, working with heavy hitters. You working up against heavy hitters. People that's putting numbers on the board. Right. You know what I'm saying? See, I try to explain it to a lot of artists. Like, once you get to that next level, you actually start over. Now your competition is way bigger. Way bigger. You're not um, beefing with some little nigga that called you yeah. trash in your city no more. No. You know what I'm saying? These are people that are making millions like <laughs> off these streams. So, Facts. you know, the work becomes times 10. So, when I got here in the industry, it was like double down. And that's why I like dropped so many mixtapes. Like, consistency was everything. Yeah, I was looking at that. Like, mm-hmm. you gave us a lot of... I did. And then it, all of it was on point. It right? It was good, right? It was good. Good and I, you know, can I, I also love the fact that I can, I was able to really start to kind of hear some of your story, respect yes. your grind through it. Um, I'm a big person, like on on relationship songs. It was songs just listening yeah. Oh, I'm glad to say I love um, my vulnerable music. <laughs> that's the stuff that I love. But then there was another song. I think I think it was the second one on. I'm trying to remember what tape I was listening to. But you talked about your grind. Yes. And. It was a line you said that it had to do with, um, was it, I don't, uh, it was basically saying, you were basically saying, I'm not, an, I'm not impressed by this Bentley, like, that don't impress me. It's I was like, yes. Yeah. Because, yes. <laughs> you know, when you a boss and you making your own stuff and you just like, the type of woman I am, I just don't really care what you got. You know what I'm saying? I'm a maid woman. Yeah. <laughs> so you doing acting? Oh, I would. And want to. You want to? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I see it. Oh, I will. That powerful tone, you're working. For sure. Yeah. I'm a, I, this is cool looking here, like chill, laid back, but I'm drama. I need you to say it. I'm going to win the Mega Million right now. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> whole script I'm real. drama. My yeah. team be like, you are so dramatic, Lakia, like I am. I, look, I grew up. Like in love with New York, Tiffany Pollard. Like she's just drama. Oh my god! <laughs> I love she was extra. Yeah. <laughs> just yes. But yeah, like the grind was serious. Back to that, like the grind was very, very serious. Um, I knew I wanted to change not only my life but my family life. You know, you come from well. I'm not. I was. I grew up very good. You know, I didn't think that we didn't have nothing. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> you can you can speak too, nah, but nah, I feel I feel the same way. You know, we would what they call poor, but I never felt it. I never felt it. I never saw it. Shit, I I remember having everything. Like I remember having everything. Mom used to get me any and everything. We stayed in a really nice neighborhood. But don't get me wrong, when I was able to go to the hood. I used to be deep. Like the hood be fun. So like, you're like no no jumping yeah. on the bus like. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, like... So, so, that, so that's how the young Russia came about. Yes. <laughs> that is how young Russia came about. Like, I'm bougie. I grew up really nice. Some would call it, like, spoon-fed or sheltered. But, you know what I'm saying? I was really well taken care of, but we didn't have a lot. You know what I'm saying? I remember living with my uh, grandma for a minute. And 
I really want to change. What was your family's reaction once everything started happening? So, okay, I don't know if y'all heard this part of my story, but I told my mom I was going to go to college. I told her, yes. Oh. I told her I want to go to college. I'm like, um, you know, help me get there, you know, help me move to Atlanta. I'm like, I'm not going to do no HBCU or nothing because if you do HBCU, girl, you better stay your ass there and get your degree. <laughs> but I knew I really wanted to grind it out. And I really wanted to focus on my music when I got to Atlanta. So she paid me up some months of my rent. I was broke as hell. I moved to Atlanta with $1,500. That wasn't mine. It was my partner's. You know? So um, I just made it work. And then I didn't even last a semester in college. Yeah. Wow. I just knew just it wasn't. It wasn't. The plan was to get there and get help. You know what I'm saying? And really have something to focus on. But the plan wasn't to stay there. You went with your gut. Yeah. And some, you know, a lot of times people don't understand, like, you could sit there and, you could sit there and at the end of the day, you want want to kind of go off of your gut, your feeling. Mm -hmm. It's not going to steer you wrong. Like, everybody's so proud of me that my mother, like, She's very, very supportive. Like she's Lakia's mom. She not she don't go by her name no more. No more. <laughs> she's she's Lakia's mom. And my grandma, like, she will stay in touch with every single thing I do, no matter what I'm doing. She's gonna be watching this interview as soon as it drops and be texting me like, Oh, that was a good one. So is Lakia your your real name? Yes. Name? Yeah. I didn't want to change it to like a stage name or anything. People ask me that, like, why you keep your real name? But I was known by Lakia Danae at first because I used to go viral all the time as a kid. And um, I was like, I'm going to just stick to it. I don't want people to get lost and be like, ain't you heard from back then? So, you know, my fans still know me, and that's always great. Yeah. Oh, man. So, this record right now, mind your business. Mind your business. Right? Exactly. How did that come together? Because you got Lotto on there. Mm -hmm. You and Lotto can flow. I love Lotto. Literally, y'all are fire. Yeah. We almost in the same type of pocket, like when it comes to like the same like energy and like how we spit and it's just like don't get effed up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's boss can I cuss? Yes, because yeah. boss bitch energy throughout. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I love Lotto and um we actually got it together because I saw Hitmaker y'all on the block in New York. We just driving. I think he was like close to our house. I seen him. I'm like, that's Hitmaker. I pulled over, I'm like, let's go to the studio. That night we went to the studio. He was playing me like some R&B stuff because, you know, I do my little R&B ones, too. I'm like, I'm not in the mood for that today. Like, I want to rap. So he pulled up this. And as soon as I heard the sample, I'm like, yes, that's it. I'm trying to tell you, like, I love Miami's, like, culture in general. Like, who don't listen to Trina? You know what I'm saying? The city girls are a moment. You know what I'm saying? So when I heard it, I'm like, I want this sample. I really wanted it to be like a whole girls thing. I was thinking city girls. I wanted it to be like so back to back crazy. Yeah, oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh yeah. But um, soon as I finished it, I sent it to PEP. Like we gotta get Lotto on this, and she sent it back. She was like, "This is one of the ones," and it just happened like that. We were shooting a video in like two weeks. I love that. I'm saying that that beat is so down yeah. here. You hear that beat, you be like, "They was so automatic turned. hype." That part, um. I think was the most lit for me besides performing female gold in Miami. Like them hearing that sample on a you know on a rolling mm-hmm. loud stage, they was turned. Okay. Before they like even caught on to the lyrics, the get crunked up. We played like the original sample before yeah. we went into it. They was lit. I'm like, oh yeah, it's the tech. Right. Yeah. The tech. That's a classic. I just heard it um on rap shit 
the um TV show that TV they did. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, Miami loved that record. Like, <laughs> it's a classic, classic. That's a, yeah, that's one of those songs. Just like when you come to Miami Park, you got to play Trick Daddy. Yeah. That was, that's a song that you have to play. Oh, wow. It's lit. Yeah. I feel so like we, I picked a good one. Yeah. You definitely did. Yeah. yeah. No, I just said, when I heard it, I'm like, wait. That's, okay. okay. I could shit. Like, and, okay, do y'all feel like I did the sample justice? Yes. yes. That's good. Because it's hard to do that. Like, with samples, they can get, like... Yeah, it's kind of hard to really... You know, especially if the song has something on it already. Yes. It's hard to kind of, you know, make sure when like, you step. You yeah. did your thing. Yeah, you know, if we do a remix, I'm trying to get the baddest on there. Baddest bitch. God. And she already damn me, so, you know, might be... Definitely. I love it. I love it. I love it. So now as a woman in hip hop. Yes. Being a and look, the other thing is you're you're taking over so young. Yes, I'm very young. You're you're building this legacy early. I got a lot of time for mistakes. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, can you be honest and say, do you do you listen to those around you? Listen? Oh, like my first year, bro, I got pulled every which way in the industry, from like execs to A&Rs to, you know, fans, people telling you what you should sound like, look like, do, or what is going to fit the mold right now. And mm-hmm. I definitely was going through a moment. I went on tour with Tusi and like I got off tour and I kind of like went into like a depressive state because I'm like, I don't know what to you know what they like. I, I felt like the music because Tusi gets you in your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> he do, he do. I'm a fan of Tusi too, but I definitely went into like a state where I just didn't know like what was gonna stick. Identity. Yeah, you know, I felt like I kind of like was losing myself a little bit, and I had to get myself back for sure. How did you do that? Because like you know, I think the thing is what we forget is me being me mm-hmm. is what got me here. So that, why am I gonna change? Exactly. That is literally what I went through with myself, like telling myself that getting back to my authenticity is what helped me, like, you know, get back in my mental state, talking with people around me, talking to myself, talking to my CEO, you know, like stick to what matters. Like, I'm going to put a big shout out to like Glorilla right now. Like her being so authentic is what is going to make people like love her for a really long time. You know what I'm saying? So... I had definitely went through a state where I was like listening to anybody and everybody because you really want your career to like happen, you know. You like you don't you're afraid also. Am I too different? That's kind of like a phase I want to lose people, Mm -hmm. and then you don't want people that are believing and investing in you to give up on you. Yes, to lose like so you're just like it's, Mm -hmm. it's a. But I'm glad that, you know. Yeah, I got back to me. And, you know, I got back to the music. And my focus is in the music and everything. And that's always great. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. what's next? Uh, yeah, you know. So, I just dropped No Pressure Part 1, my EP. I'm working on No Pressure Part 2. Because, you know, Mind Your Business is doing so good. Everybody's loving the song. I really want something on Part 2 to follow up for that record. You know, I don't want to just be like, oh, mind your business, mind your business. Because me, I'm like, I got to keep it going. Yeah, what's next, you know? And um, that's what I've been working on now. But, you know, we making hits every day for the album. When when it's ready, it's going to be ready. I'm more of a believer you shouldn't just drop just because, you know, because that's a lot of time it'd be too soon for artists, Mm -hmm. I think. 
when I don't want mine to be like a too soon moment. I'm really like building my fan base and you know, I'm making people see me outside of my artistry, like for a person. Yes, I have a lot of music out. Music. Like even all the fans I'm gaining from Mind Your Business, they like, oh, wait, y'all ain't telling me LaKeel was this good, like going back to Time's Up and in due time. So I got a lot of, my catalog is good right now. So let me ask you this. What is the record that you sold off to go with? Like, did you have other records lined up to go with? Um, we did have records that we was going to drop as singles, but when that one was done, it was like, this is the one. And we were supposed to drop it earlier. Skip the line. <laughs> yeah. We were supposed to drop it earlier, but Lotto had ended up dropping our album. And I really wanted it to, you know, have its own moment and support from both our labels and I stuff. I love that. I love yeah. that. You know, it shows that, you know, y'all really support each other. Yes, yes, yes. Competition. You know, it's, it's in a, you know, industry where everything seems to be competition. Mm-hmm. Facts. And I feel like we dropped it at the perfect time. Like it's just like a summer banger. Everybody was just using it back to back to back. Mm-hmm. Playing it. And we outside. It. And we outside. So- you know what I'm saying? <laughs> perfect time, man. So I'm kinda glad we didn't drop it outside of her even dropping our album. It was just like you said, everything is about timing mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen, I <laughs> yeah, I'm literally trying to find a song. I was in the cards. You bilingual? I am. How do you say manjo business in Spanish? Um, mind your business. Um, trying to think. You know that? No, I do, but I want to make sure that it's like, cause you know, you get on the stage. <laughs> yeah, cause I gotta tell them. Yeah, tell my mind fans. your business. Cause it depends on the on the culture. For, I'm gonna ask Rosetta. It be, I'm gonna try it no, it'll be weird. Mind your, it might do it very weird. Mind your business. So if somebody was, um, no, get that in lo tuyo. Um, so. Oh, you sound so good when you say it. No te de mí. Oh, wow. I don't want to say it. I'm like, this bitch. <laughs> this bitch disrespecting our culture. I'm going to um, search it up for, you know, when I want to play it and have my DJ put it in there. <laughs> so any, any tours you got coming up? I really want to go on a tour, but no, I had just got off tour with Tusi. Um at the end of last year. So that was the last tour I did, you know, chat. You know what I'm saying? I really love performing, so hopefully. And I want to go, I really want to be brought out by a woman. You never see that. Like female bringing other females out. That'd be dope. You know, the back Spotify had that on. They were doing like a tour, all girls, female tour. That's, that sound dope. They came down. They, they went to a few cities. Oh, really? Spotify highlighted. That's dope. And right now is a time for women. Yes, women it's so many music. female rappers. We about yeah. to take over. It's so many of us right now. It really is. And the music is, is good. It's, it's good. Like, listen. It got the man vibe into it. It does. <laughs> Cause I ain't gonna lie. You listen to I, it. I play, I play it all. Now let's go in the club. And yeah. Vote. And you be. Uh, yeah. And you be. Dudes like. Going crazy. They rapping it. As <laughs> soon as they get to doing their own remixes, you know they don't listen to it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's so. what happened. They bring a remix this one. <laughs> <laughs> no, we playing the original that one. Ladies' Night. Who that? Oh, uh, Lady's Night. Who's that? Oh, Lil' Kim and... 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 Just the right, just mm-hmm. yes. Push that button, make it happen. 
Oh yeah, mm-hmm. about tied up. It's gonna be. You know, I'm gonna get to. How many girls I got? It's the brat. It's Angie. It's. It's. I would have me, Lotto. Um. Mona Leo, I'm a fan of her. I put Glorilla in there for the culture, and we gotta have a soft Ruby Rose. That's why mm-hmm. she got a sexy tone of voice. She do. Mm-hmm. I just really started listening to her, you know her music. Same way I met, I met her in the club. Okay, yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But those new era rap girls, you know, if I was to put the OGs in there, it would be a period. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. But yeah, you know, we got Mind Your Business out. I'm always going to be working on new music. I really want to perform on award shows. I want to do a lot. I want to act. I want to, you know, a lot going to be coming up for me because I don't stop working. Yeah. It's only the beginning. It's only the beginning. And it really does feel like only the beginning now that I'm getting so many fans for Mind Your Business because Female Go was definitely like, you know, a running start on the ground, you know, and now it's like. Anything overseas? We did. Well, the only international show we did, Montreal, Canada. That was lit. Like that was the craziest crowd I ever had. They was lit. They know how to. They know how to go to concerts over there. Overseas all together, yeah, especially like, the ones in Europe. I seen the one, the wireless fest yeah, videos. That thing was crazy. They were saying word for word. Yes, like, they was lit. They they can't hold a regular English conversation, but when they come to that music, I love that. I I do a whole tour over there. Get every country <laughs> to tell you how to say mind your business mm-hmm. in their language. Yeah. Campaign. There you go. Yeah. Literally. Listen, man, I appreciate you coming through. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for having me. No problem, man. This is you. And bring, you know, you gotta strip club. Yeah, you gotta bring me to the strip club. I like throwing my money, so I don't mind. You know, but when I throw my money, you gotta spend mind your business and female go. He's like, say less. What else? <laughs> I got another record called Pop That. that I got know, what, Big Flex? Big Flex. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You my guy. You my girl. Uh, I, what? I like y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad y'all had me, though. You know, this was the last interview of the night, the day. Uh-huh. You know, we finished it strong. It was a vibe. Yeah, it worked, yes. Keep, keep, keep doing it. Keep, keep riding. For sure. Yeah. Shout out to Miami. Yeah, we bugging with you. Not fucking with y'all. Leave that.